powered by MPB. This is the MPB Student Council Podcast, hosted by members of MPB Student Council. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the ACAST app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. Hear ye, hear ye. Welcome to the MPB Student Council Podcast, Mississippi Small Businesses and Young Entrepreneurs Awareness, Episode 4. In this episode, we will be profiling and highlighting a variety of small businesses and young entrepreneurs across the state of Mississippi. We'll discover what led our guests to become business owners, the pros and cons of owning a business, and the ins and outs of their small business. Now let's hear from our host. Hi, I'm McKenna Mead, a 12th grader at Hernando High School and the Vice Chair of the MPB Student Council. Hi, I'm Jenna Dent, 10th grader at Madison Central High School, Chair of the MPB Student Council. Hi, my name is Dion Harrington. I am an 8th grader at Maysville Junior High School, and I'm a member of the Student Council. Hi, my name is Kaylin Woodard. I'm an 8th grader at Simpson Central, and I am a part of the Student Council. Hi, I'm Corinne Allen, and I'm 8th grader at Simpson Central School, and I am the Secretary of the MPB Student Council. All right, with that out of the way, let's move on to our first small business owner. I would like to welcome to the show Mr. Frederick Davis, owner of Davis Photography, LLC, and D'Lo, Mississippi. Hi, welcome to the show, Mr. Davis. Hi, thank you so much. How are you? I'm wonderful. So starting off about your business, can you tell me a little bit about how you got started with the small business? I started my business back in 2008. I've always played around with graphics and photography. And one day I was sitting at my desk at home and I decided that I just wanted to start to take pictures. And I know it's kind of sound kind of strange, but that's actually how it actually started. Uh, I ordered a camera and at that particular time, one of my coworkers, her daughter was my first client and actually did her pictures. And one of my friends created me a website. And we just kind of went from there with my business. And I've been in business ever since 2008. That's been a while. Yeah. (laughs) So you've been in the business for a little bit, correct? Correct, correct, correct. Okay. So can you tell me about some highs and lows in your business? Well, I do photography, of course, and I'm getting into videography, but I do photography and a little graphics on the side, but mainly it's just photography. Photography, you have some highs. I mean, there's certain times of the year that a lot of people are really coming in and getting pictures uh, around the holidays, especially. And, and then also around uh, senior portrait time, graduates, they're coming in. But you do have some downtime over the summer. Sometimes there have been some downtimes for me. There's different times, you know, with, with photography, everyone is not taking pictures every day. So it's not like, I, you know, I, I'm photographing somebody every day. So I do have some days some weeks here and there, sometimes where I'm just really not having a whole lot of clients like I normally would have. But it, it usually pans out that it give me enough time to get edits and everything done and, and back to the previous clients. But you do have some some highs and some lows. You just have to kind of stage it and kind of prepare in order to work your way through it. Could you walk me through a day in the life of your business? Yeah, usually um, we'll, we'll use a birthday shoot, for instance. Uh, we come in, um, We a lot of our clients, they like the balloons. So we'll uh, go ahead and create a balloon garland create a lot of balloons, decoration, uh, um, set the backdrops up on the backdrop, because a lot of them like to use different color backdrops. We'll go ahead, get all of that good stuff set up. I'll have my client come in, whether they need to get dressed there at the studio or get makeup or whatever finished, we'll allow them to do that. And then uh, we go through the whole process. We select some music that they like to listen to to kind of make them a little comfortable at their photo shoot. We go through all of that. And once we finish our photo shoot, we actually take them into our office 
and we proof everything that they that we've done back in the, in the shoot room. We look through, I have a system that I pull up all of our images through the iPad. That way they can go through and select whatever images that they like. They can favorite right there. And when I actually add it into my editing software, I see all of their favorites that they selected from their particular shoot. And then the editing processes start. And um, once the editing is done, we send them over to print to our lab. We don't printing house. We have a, a lab that we use online that we print with. And, and once we send them over to print, we actually email those digitals to our clients. That way, everybody want to post them on Facebook, Instagram, social media, what have you. That way they have the digitals to do whatever they need to do with them. So if someone was interested in getting in contact with your business, how would they contact you? Sure. They can go to www.freddavisphotography.com. You have a contact link there. You can fill out all the information and it'll come directly to our email. Also, you can um, visit us on Facebook at Davis Photography Studio and also on Instagram at Davis Photo 514. Any of those ways, you can definitely leave us a message and we'll get in, back in contact with you all. All right. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Oh, you're very welcome. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Now let's meet our next small business owner. I'd like to welcome Ms. Kiosha Jones, the owner of the Queen K Brand Boutique in McGee, Mississippi. Hello. Hello. So what led you to pursue a career in small business? Well, I'm into makeup and cosmetics. And so that's what my business is based on. So um, I've always just had a, a love for makeup. My mom wouldn't let me wear it as a little girl. So I was sneaking do it and get in trouble. So I guess that just kind of led me later into life wanting to do it. And that's what I've been doing. So have you been in that business for a while? Yes, I've been doing makeup since 2017. But I really feel like my business hit a boom in the year of 2020 during the pandemic, of course. So that's just kind of where I've been going. And it's just have been going good since then. So what are some pros and cons of owning that small business? Well, I would say a pro is I get to enhance other ladies and, and, you know, enhance what's already beautiful. I think that's a really good pro for me. A con, I would say, is, you know, sometimes you have a down season where, you know, a lot is not going on. So a lot of people don't tend to get their makeup done. So other than that, I would also say maybe trying to please everybody. You know, you can't please everybody, you know, that you perform a, a makeup session on, but for the most part, I try to strive to please everybody. So I think that's the con that I try to please everybody. Okay. Can you tell me more about your small business? Yeah. So I also have a hair extension line that I have a part of my brand. And then I also just started my own cosmetics line that I actually am working on today. That's why I'm, my hair stuff is all made up, but that'll be releasing sometime next week. And then I also do, you know, content videos for like my YouTube channel, things like that. So yeah, have makeup, hair extensions, all that kind of, you know, girl thing. If someone wanted to contact you or learn more about your business, how could they contact you? Now I'm working on my website, but my website will be posted onto my Facebook. So I will say you can reach me on Facebook under Kiosha Jones. And I also have a business page, The Queen K Brand Boutique Cosmetics. And on Instagram, you can find me at Kiosha J. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Our next small business owner will be Mr. Demetric Hurt. He is the owner of Fast and Affordable Cell Phone Repair and More in Batesville, Mississippi. So the first question will be, what has led you to become a small business owner? Okay, growing up, I always found myself wanting to find out what made things tick. 
I used to open up small tours and radios just to get an idea on how to fix them if they ever broke. When TVs and microwaves stopped functioning at home, we were kind of economically challenged, so we were not able to go and purchase another one right away. I had to troubleshoot those issues, locate compatible parts without electrical schematics. After successfully repairing those appliances, my grandparents then would brag to neighbors and tell them about you know, what I'd done for them. They would ask me to repair their things. Uh, before you know it, those neighbors told other neighbors, and I was running a small business. Okay, so what are the pros and cons of running a small business? Well, I would like to start with the cons first. All right, so there are many challenges when it comes down to operating a small business. You have financial risk, personal liabilities, time commitment, and stress. All right, some of those financial risks may be me. When I first started up, I had to pay my staff. I had marketing costs, startup costs, and overhead costs. So it was very important for me to have financial literacy. All right, so on the personal liability, I had to create a formation of business with the Secretary of State to limit my liabilities. Was time commitments. Sometimes I found myself coming in as early as 5 a.m. and leaving at 12 a.m. in the morning. All right, so the stress dealing with customer service and, you know, a lot of other things that, that goes on playing through the day, there, there will be a lot of stress. So to help with stress, I try to eat well, exercise, and most important, know what I'm doing. And so I'm always learning and studying. Some pros, well, the rewards of running a small business outweighs the difficulties. I have a flexible lifestyle. My earning potential is 10 times better than when I was working for somebody else. I work independently. I make my own decisions. I create my own team and I have more control. Okay. Tell me a little bit about your business. What do you do? What do you sell? All right. So I specialize in screening battery replacements, parts that has no power. I micro solder. I do data recovery. We also troubleshoot devices that are no longer functioning properly. We mostly repair phones and computers, but I found myself partnering with local companies to assist them with fixing airplane radios, drones, and motherboards of tractors. We pride ourselves with offering great service, high-quality parts, along with fast turnarounds. My company also offers phone classes to the elderly in the morning to keep them updated on how to operate the latest technology. So I went from having no grandparents to have a community full. That's great. So if somebody wanted to contact you, how would they do so? Um, They can go to www affordablerepairs.com. Also, they can go to Facebook and type in fast and affordable cell phone repair and more, and I can definitely assist them there. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome, and thank you. Let's meet our next small business owner, and I'd like to welcome to the show Miss Crystal Dunn, owner of Just Cake It in Sardis, Mississippi. Welcome. It's wonderful to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. So, I really want to know your journey, what your story is. So my journey towards owning a small business is probably very different from most others. I would have to say that it's a journey that I didn't choose to embark by any chance. It was one that was simply prepared for me. My, my journey has somewhat of a, a spiritual attachment to it. In 2014, I gave birth to a little girl who unfortunately did it, didn't survive. And so at that time, I was currently working at the University of Mississippi. I was an academic advisor working with college students to help them figure out their path for their four years of college, figuring out what courses they need to take and all things like that. Had a little girl. I was doing a little bit of baking on the side. It's just like a hobby. Like I said, my daughter didn't 
passed. And after her death, I struggled with grief. And the way that I was fortunate and blessed to overcome that was the gift of bacon. Bacon had never been something that I enjoyed doing. I still to this day can't even really cook. So it was strange how I kept hearing you, you guys probably hear people say there was a voice that kept telling me this and that. And there was truly um, this voice within me that just kept calling me to bake. And so, you know, I just took the chance, followed the voice. I didn't know what else to do. And I started baking cupcakes. I sold though, I actually gave those cupcakes out like, to my son's class. And then as months passed, I started doing a few orders for people. And the hobby that was truly a gift over a couple of years turned into a bakery, a solid business that's been operating for six years now. We started just in our home. Again, like I said, doing it as a hobby, merged into an actual bakery where I did all the paperwork to formally set it up. Still working out of my home, but I was blessed to build a little small commercial space onto my home last year. Worked at a larger capacity at that point. I had resigned from the university doing this full time now. So this hobby that I never planned to do, never even knew how to do, a few years later is actually one that allowed me to resign from my job at the university that I had gone to school, gotten degrees and everything for. So truly my, my business is one of those that I stumbled upon. So I, I do want you guys to know this as a part of my journey. I've worked with students for years on years, you know, just talking about what it is that you're good at, what it is that you're interested in. And a lot of times you'll think that you know these things, but it's not until you truly get out into the world and experience life that you figure out what your passion and what your calling really is. I do think that every person has a purpose in life. And some of us, it's given to us clearly, like me. I had to go through some things, some unfortunate circumstances, but that's how I was introduced to, to my purpose. So I like to include that whenever talking about my journey, just that I've had that background where I come from teaching students, you know, on the academic side, how to learn what it is that they want to do. But then from a personal standpoint, I also have to make sure I say, you know, our education is always important, but never overlook that inner calling. Like if there's something in you that's telling you to try something that you've never tried, don't be afraid just because you've gotten that degree in economics to, to step out and go paint and become an artist. Like don't think that that's not possible. So, so that's part of my story. This hobby turned into me working into a small commercial space. And you guys are actually some of the first people that I'll publicly say this to. This summer, we will be opening a brick and mortar bakery in Oxford. And so that's a really big deal. Um, so I'm very proud to, to say that today. That is incredible and such beautiful advice that I personally will be taking with me forever. Please do. Please do. And I also do have some family in Oxford, so I'm going to send them your way this summer. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be, I think they'll be happy with it. We have really good products. That's my passion. My goal is just to make everyone happy. So send them over. Will you tell me about some highs and lows that you've experienced throughout this business and the process of it? Definitely. There are a ton of highs and a ton of lows. I'll start with the highs. I would say that definitely owning a business allows for a lot of flexibility. I'm able to create my own schedule, able to spend time with my family at my own pace. Um, I'm kind of in a bakery business. I can control 
the amount of income I make. I can say that I'm a very fortunate business that's never knock on wood. I haven't really had a down season. Like since I've started, I've always been like booked to capacity. I've always had to turn people away. So one of the highs is that I can pretty much control, you know, my income. If there's a month where I feel like I need to do more, I'm able to do more. If there are months where I'm just maybe not feeling too well or I want to enjoy more time with my family, I can scale that back. So, you know, just like at a regular job, you can do the overtime if it's there. And my business, fortunately, it's always there. And I can just choose whether I want to utilize it or walk away from it. Another high is that owning a business has introduced me to a ton of resources, especially people. So the opening the brick and mortar, for example, I've had to work with architects and engineers and people that when I hear their term of profession, I kind of get scared. I'm like, oh, I don't know how to work with. But you know, you meet those people and they can just introduce you to so many different experiences, so many different resources, put you in contact with others. So just the networking that owning a business allows, that that's definitely a high. When you're a business owner like myself that's self-taught, you definitely have to, you know, become friends with your literature. You have to get out there and, you know, there's not a teacher saying buy this book and buy that book. You have to be motivated enough to do those things yourself. And so that's definitely a high that I'm able to push myself to my limits, you know, knowing that if there's something that I want, as long as I put my mind to it and work hard enough, I can definitely attain it. That is uh, awesome. Now, if anybody would like to contact you, how would be the best way to do that? Yeah, so I can be reached. I have a website. It is justcakeit.net. Um, if someone is just looking to browse and possibly just purchase, they can visit the website at justcakeit.net. I can also be reached by phone. My phone number is 662-487-5868. They can also reach me by email. The email for that is orders at justcakeit.net. And we are um, available on all social media platforms as well under the name of Just Cake It. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode today. You were amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Now let's meet our next business owner. I'd like to welcome Ms. Shanna Green. She is the owner of Shanna Marie's Boutique in Richland. So Ms. Shanna, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So Ms. Green, tell me what inspired you to start your own small business. I've always wanted to be a business owner. My sister and I would always talk about starting a business since we were little. So I've always wanted to be my own woman, my own business woman since the age of 12. And I actually started with a nonprofit several years ago, Sisters Helping Sisters, where I help young girls. And then recently I started a boutique in 2020, right before the pandemic, Shana Marie's Boutique. I've always been good with fashion. Before I started my boutique, I would style other people. And I was in Jason Bolin's class. And so I've just always had a passion for fashion. I used to get Best Dressed Awards. And I like serving people and helping them look beautiful and feel beautiful. So also having my own boutique was something I wanted to do even when I retired from education. And so I figured, why not get started now? Can you tell me a little bit about your business, such as what do you do or what do you sell? Yeah, so with Shannon Marie's Boutique, what we sell, we sell women's clothing, for all women. So we sell clothing size small to 3X. We also sell women's clothing, whether it's casual or dressy for any type of event. And we also sell items for dog moms. And then we sell clothing for dogs as well, too, because I'm a dog lover. So I also have those things on sale as well. And my dog also models some of those clothes. So I get everybody involved. So what are some pros and cons of having your own small business? 
So like many of the other people on this podcast, like they said, one of the pros is that you do get to pretty much control your time. You own your business. So as far as time management goes, you do get to control your schedule, how much you do and different things like that throughout the day. One of the cons, I would definitely say for me, owning a clothing boutique, there are some down seasons. So you have highs and lows. So Christmas season, any holiday, anything going on like that, you definitely have a surplus. I mean, because everybody wants to look good during the holiday season. It's time for back to school, Christmas, when it's time for spring break, any type of seasonal change, you'll definitely make a lot of money and have a lot of revenue coming in. But a lot of boutique owners have this saying that's called the dreaded J months. And so that's June and July. So usually during that time, when you think you would have a lot of profit, usually people are traveling. And so they're busy traveling and doing other things. And so those are usually down months for us. So another con I would definitely say would probably be funding. So you do have to do your own funding. What I started doing was putting away money monthly to start my business and to buy clothing, to resell it to everyone else. And just like another person mentioned too, you know, you you take a lot of risk. And so if things don't work out, then that's your money. And, you know, you feel for that, for that time, you know, you can always come back and try something differently, but it's usually your money that you were gambling with. And so that's what I would say would be a con, but it's it's priceless because usually you will succeed. You just kind of change up your marketing, change up something that didn't work and you try again. Okay. So if someone wanted to contact you, how would they do so? So we have a website. It's www.shanamariesboutique.com. We also have a Facebook page that's Shana Marie's Boutique. And then we are also an Instagram and it's called Shana Marie's Boutique. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. All right. Now let's meet our next small business owner. I would like to welcome to the show, Miss Caitlin Stanford, the owner of Face Me Aesthetics in Batesville, Mississippi. Thank you for having me, McKenna. How are you? I'm lovely. You? Good. All right. First off, I want you to tell me a little bit about how you got started. I got started with my business when I was 15. It wasn't something that I just saw coming. I just had a passion for makeup and I would play in my mom's makeup and get on YouTube and eventually friends and family that wanted me to do their makeup and then eventually friends of friends that I didn't really know and it just it turned into me wanting to go official. All right. So can you tell me a little bit about the highs and lows of your business? Highs, I would say I get to set my own hours. Love that. Come in when I want to. Another high would be I get to play a big part in making people feel more confident for the night, more confident with their skin because I do facials and body waxing. So that's definitely a good high for me. A low would be sometimes you have to put in overtime for yourself you have to come in early stay late I think that's pretty much the cons so can you just tell me a little bit about your business like what do you offer what do you do that sort of thing so I specialize in soft glam soft glam makeup really natural looking brows natural skin skin makeup and I also offer facials with skincare products so I treat acne I treat rosacea and I do body waxing so Anything you need waxed, I got you. And I do brow enhancements as well. Waxing the brows, tinning, micro shading, anything to make your brows pop. Well, that sounds absolutely enjoyable. So how packed is your business on a day-to-day, would you say? Oh, on a day-to-day, I would say I see about 15 to 20 clients per week. 
My weekdays are typically about average three to five clients each day throughout the week. And then on the weekends, I'm pretty busy with 10 clients. So if someone wanted to get in contact with you in your small business, how would they do so? They can get in contact with me directly through my business line, 662-362-8332. Or they can go to my Facebook page, which is Space, Space Me, Space Aesthetics. They can find me on Instagram as well, faceme.aesthetics, and I upload all of my content and craft on there. Hey, thank you so, so much. I really, really appreciate what you do. If it's someone like me with acne 24-7, I greatly appreciate it. Thank you, girl. Come see me. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. Of course. Now let's meet our next small business owner. I would like to welcome Ms. Tina Reed, the owner of Nails by Tina in McGee, Mississippi. Hello, how are you, Dion? Good, how are you? I'm well, I'm well. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. So what led you to pursue a career in your small business? Well, as I was listening to everyone else, mine was not as pretty as, as others. Well, I'm a nail biter. And I used to bite my nails. It was pretty bad. And so my dad used to get me in front of everybody and say, now, look at these nails. You can't win pageants with these nails. And I was very young then. So just imagine what that did to a young, impressionable girl that, you know, trying to come up and thinking she, you know, cute. And, and at that age, you want people to look at you. Or if they do, you want them to like what they see. And I said, well, okay. What I started doing, I started making nails out of Play-Doh first. Then I started with the press-ons. And then after that, I started getting into the acrylics and into the gels, into the, at the time, it was fiberglass and different stuff like that. Because I've been doing this over, my son is 26 years old. Now, and I've been doing this ever since he was three. So it's all about taking lemons and making them lemonade. So what are some pros and cons of your small business? Just like all small business owners, you have some peak time and you have some great successful times. Now let's start with the pros. The pros, of course, is taking men and women and revamping them as far as how their nails look and their feet. and also is dealing with conversations as well because when a client comes to you it's more personable especially when you're sitting next to them and you're sitting across from them I've met some amazing people through the years I've traveled to do in-house nails for the sick and shut in I have gone to done nail parties and spa little spa parties I do the pedicures and then it's also fun to take young men. And I know the stigma that a lot of our Southern men have about getting their nails done. But one thing about it is all about personal hygiene. And that's a part of keeping your nails done because you eat with your fingers. So if your nails are dirty, just imagine you putting your hands and eating with them, you're licking on your fingers. So just okay. So you got to keep your nails done as well. And so now those are some pros about educating both men and women in taking care of their nails and how important it is to do that for nails and feet. Because 
Also a pro is that I was able to help a lot of clients. They had fungus. They didn't know anything about, educated them on that. And they were able to go to the doctor and to take care of that issue. So stuff like that, of course, make money too. Now that's just the bottom line. We want to make money. But it's just fun meeting different people. Now the cons about this business is you have to get your own insurance, financial stresses when it comes to people not coming. And unfortunately, when there's some styles and stuff that your clients want, you may can't provide that particular style. But I tried to coerce them to get something that's much similar. And I had to, unfortunately, I took another job. Well, it's fortunately and unfortunate to say it that way. I'm also a coach for Head Start. And I sometimes have to supplement the business because of the decline in the clientele. And then with COVID, I had to curtail a lot of my scheduling because of COVID. You know, you can't have a lot of people in your business. You have to be strategic in how you place everyone. You have to sanitation, which you're supposed to sanitize all the time anyway. So that wasn't anything different. But I had to lessen the amount of people and the flow. So that was a con. But other than that, the business is really good and has been good to me. That's good. Thank you for the advice. So tell me some more about your business. Is your clients more guys or more females? Of course, 85% of them are females. But a lot of my clients that are wives, they want their husband's feet and nails done. And a lot of times they get them done for a birthday, anniversaries, Valentine's Day, and stuff like that. And and once now, once they get them done, I'm telling you, they love it. Because again, they had the perception that men did not get their nails done, or that was too girly for them. But honey, no, don't nobody want no crusty feet. <laughs> and even as a young man, it is never improper to take care of your nails and your feet now. So, you know, that'll be something that, you know, become a part of your routine as you grow older. But 85% are women and the other uh, 15% are men. I even do my husband's and my son's nails. Miss Reed, I may need to get my nails done. Well, honey, you sure can come on. Come on and get them done, honey. And listen, and while you get them done, we will talk about, you know, uh, probably you bring your little girlfriend to come. And, and your mama and your sister now. They, they can come with you. <laughs> <laughs> you come. And that's what, you will have a good time. You really will. And then, like I said, I can educate you on the difference in keeping your cuticles done and making sure that you have the proper length, especially for what you're doing. Do you like, you know, if you like sports or something like that, if you play sports or just keeping just personal hygiene, you may like building stuff. And so, yeah. We, I definitely will work with you. Please come. I may. Um, thank you for the advice. So if anyone wanted to contact you or learn more about your business, how could they do that? Well, at this time, I'm reconstructing my website, but they can always reach me at 601-382-2223. Also, they can inbox me on Facebook under Tina Goler Reed. They also can reach me on TikTok 
on Instagram, all under the same name. So all they have to do is just go and just inbox me and we can make the appointment. Well, thank you for coming. Oh, you're welcome. I enjoyed you, Dion, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Me too. Now I'd like to introduce our last small business owner, Mr. BJ Cisco. He is the owner of Ease4L Clothing in Jackson, Mississippi. Thank you for joining us today. Glad to be here. So why did you start owning your business? I actually started in 2021 during the pandemic. So I was just pretty much really just how can I get more money? What are some highs, some lows, pros and cons of like running your business? Uh, just like everybody else says, it's really just with me just being young. I'm only 21. I'm still a college student. So it was just me being young, just really having my own time, having my own schedule. It's just really me being young. I can just I know I can keep on elevating and keep on climbing the ladder to do it, to get higher. The cons, I can really say just not being, you know, with the COVID and everything, just not having that face-to-face conversation with many people because I like to do stuff face-to-face. I like to be in person. So you think in college and just being around so many other people, are there like a lot of people who would like to model your clothing? The way I do like modeling for my clothing is just interacting with other young people across like really the world because I'm really trying to get my clothing global really instagram social media is the way i interact with a lot of people i just you know slide in their dms you know if you want to wear this shirt tag me and then i keep sending you more stuff like with more drops but with people around the school of course i always have those few people that i feel like can really dress around in jackson mississippi to wear my stuff Gotcha. Okay, so tell me about your business. What do you sell? I sell um just streetwear brand t-shirts, anything female t-shirts, men t-shirts. I do jogging pants, jean jackets, hats, socks. It's just really anything, just clothing. I just like clothes. So for people who want to contact you, how would they do so? Uh, everything is easeforl.com. And then we got an email, easeforlclothing at gmail.com. But everything is easeforl. You can find it anywhere at easeforl. Got you. So thank you for coming on today. Really enjoyed you. Thank you for having me. Now, it's my great pleasure to introduce one of our very own small business owners. It's Miss Kayla Latiker, and she owns the Hair Block in Jackson, Mississippi. Hi, Kayla. Hi, McKenna. Thanks for having me. Of course. So why don't you go ahead and tell me how you started your business? So I was in the eighth grade at Brinkley Middle School when I started doing absolutely hair. I was in need of money and I, I just did my hair a lot. And so my friends would be like, why don't you start? Why don't you start? And so in that time, I really needed it because I was going to graduate around in May. And so I needed that money to get my hair done, makeup done, everything done. And so that's how I started my hair business. Okay. Tell me a little bit about your business, like your day-to-day. I promote my business by doing my own hair, by doing other people's hair. So basically, I would get clientele because of my hairstyle that I do, or somebody else is wearing the hairstyle that I have. They will come to me or text me and hit me up just like that. So during the weekday, I am a student at Lanier and then I fit in doing hair. 
over the weekends. So I wouldn't do hair over the weekdays because they would just be way too crowded. So I leave time to do hair either Saturdays and Sunday. Okay. So what are some pros and cons about your business? The pros of my business is I treat the hair. So I'm just not doing the hair and then, you know, sending you off. When when I do your hair, I treat your hair like, you know, you're in a salon or somewhere. You know, you're going to get it or you're going to get it the way that you want it. Some cons about my business is I don't rush my work. So if braids are about five to six hours, you know, sometimes it may be longer. So that's kind of a con. I can't always braid that fast. Like some days I can braid fast and quick and get you about here, but some days I might can't. So is it hard doing your own hair versus other people's hair? I say doing the front of my hair is always going to be easier than doing the back of my hair because when I'm doing my parts, I always try to be, I always want it to look a certain way because, you know, that's how I'm going to get my clientele. So doing the back of my hair, I have to do a little extra, but the front is always easier than the back. And then braiding is just braiding. But as far as the parts, that's the hard part. I do my clients hair easier because I know exactly what I'm doing. I can see it and I'm just on the move, on the run. So if someone was interested in your business, how would they contact you in your business? So you can contact me on Facebook at Kayla Latiker. It is spelled K-A-Y-L-A-L-A-T-I-K-E-R. All right. It's perfect. Thank you so, so much for coming on and letting us talk about your business. Thank y'all. And lastly, even on one of our own council members, Ms. Jenna Dent has her own small business called Jenna Grace Designs in Madison, Mississippi. So Jenna, welcome to the show. Thank you. So Jenna, tell us about your small business. Well, I started my small business when I had this abundance of energy in around 2018, 2019, because I had just recently quit gymnastics and I was spending like 20 hours a week in the gym, 25, whatever. And I had to quit because I had some injuries, but that's irrelevant. So I had to quit and I was just bouncing off of the walls. I had so much energy and I needed to put it somewhere. And my mom took me to a jewelry store called Village Beads for my birthday because they do little studio times and stuff. They're awesome. But I was like, yeah, mom, this is it. Can I just, can I just stay here forever? This is what I want to do. And so, yeah, it kind of grew and evolved from there. And I just continually went to different craft fairs and I'm recently starting an Etsy page it's just very fun that's great so what do you sell with your small business I sell all handmade jewelry and it's mainly glass and crystal beads it's necklaces earrings bracelets some for kids some for like holiday stuff it's everything you would need. So is there any pros and cons to your business? I mean, definitely. For the pros, I would get to say I get to choose when I want to do this and when I want to put effort into it and when I want to spend time on it. But a con would definitely be 
again, that time because on top of schoolwork and especially because I'm taking AP classes and I'm in like four clubs and this council, it's, it's a lot. And sometimes that has to be pushed back. So that's probably a con. That's very understandable. So if someone wanted to reach you, how would they do so? Well, I have an Etsy page under the name Jenna Grace Jewelry. And my name is spelled J-E-N-N-A-G-R-A-C-E, Jewelry. And I am also going to be at Wells Fest on September 24th of 2022. So you can come out and see me there. And my work email is jennagracedesigns at yahoo.com. Okay, thank you so much, Jenna, for being on the show today. Thank you. Well, this concludes our episode on Mississippi small businesses and young entrepreneurs. We thank everyone who participated in today's episode. For more information about this episode and the MPD Student Council, visit education.mpdonline.org. Hear ye, hear ye. The MPD Student Council podcast is now adjourned. You've been listening to the MPB Student Council podcast. To hear this episode and more, visit education.mpbonline.org or download the ACAST app to listen on your iPhone or Android device. This podcast is hosted with love by ACAST.